I want to speak to us about peace. Uh, peace is an incredibly powerful uh, at, uh, aspect of the kingdom of God, and we often, uh, we often neglect our peace and maintaining our peace. And what I want us to learn today and, and get acting on today is the fact that peace is more than just an external thing, like having a, a peaceful and calm environment, you know, that is not threatening or not challenging. Um, instead, peace is actually a disposition of children of God. It's a disposition of the children of God, regardless of external circumstance. And that it, this peace can allow you to stay correctly be- positioned before God so that you can control your mind and actions. If you can, if you can think straight, you can see straight, then you can act straight. Um, it allows us to stay obedient and calm and faithful as we go through any challenge or tragedy even. And even sometimes delay. How I many of you have gone through delay, seasons of delay, where things just does not come through? And you need to be keeping your head straight as to what you do, how you act. I want us to get into that. I'll unpack that a bit, but let's all stand and let's pray. Ask God to just open this up for us. Father, we come to you in the name of Jesus. And we thank you, Father, for, for dying on the cross, uh, for sending Jesus to die on the cross for us, Lord. We thank you that that places us before you in a position of right standing, Father. We pray, Father, that as we come to you in the name of Jesus, you will open our hearts and minds to receive your peace today, no matter what we're going through, Father, so that we can hear your Holy Spirit as you lead us forward in life. In Jesus' name, amen. Awesome. You may take your seats. So I mentioned this word disposition. Let's talk about that word for a, real, for, for a minute. Um, the dictionary defines the word disposition as a prevailing tendency, a mood, or an inclination. In other words, it's something that you tend to do kind of perpetually and naturally. I like to think of the word disposition as a position with a condition. All right, so we're all standing before God. We're all, if you're a child of God, if you've submitted your life to the Lordship of Jesus Christ, you are positioned before God in right standing. Your guilt and your shame has been taken away, and you do not owe God anything any longer. Jesus paid all that on your behalf, and you gained your righteousness by faith through the grace of Jesus Christ. That is our position, but sometimes our posi- the condition of our position gets compromised. And even though we are righteous, we're standing before God, forgiven and set free, we often end up finding ourselves in places of conflict. Places of fear, places of where we're, where we're stressing, where we're anxious about stuff. Or we're just, we've just grown cold. We've just grown like, I don't know if this is, you know, it's working for me anymore. And you might still be saved, but the condition that you're in isn't really healthy. And God wants our position before him. To not just be great for us for one day when we get to heaven. He wants that for, to work for us right now. He wants that our position before him to be healthy. So that we can receive the fullness of why he went and did all that on the cross for us. And sometimes we just settle for less. And so we go through life stressed, anxious, not feeling fulfilled, uncontent, Saved, going to heaven, but just not living a blessed life, not, not receiving what God has for us to receive. And, uh, um, and that, that, that's just sad. I mean, that's just not what he wanted. 
He wants us to be able to live in a disposition of peace. No matter what we're going through. Peace is not something that we get from the outside. So I want, to, I want us to look at um, four, four points today. I'm going to talk about stuff that, um, of, about peace and then how to use peace, how peace works for us and it works in our favor. So the first point I want to bring across today is just that it's God that gives us peace. God desires for us to have peace. He wants each and every one of us to be able to, no matter what we're going through in life, to stay within a disposition of peace. In other words, when we come before him, our tendency, the way we act, the way we uh, relate to him is from a position of peace. Not from a position of frantic emotion or, you know, just fear or anxiety about what is about to happen or what is going on in my life. He wants us to come to him from, in that position because that position is what he meant for us to have and that position glorifies him most. You see, if you get, if you, if you read John 14, 27, it says, peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you, not as the world gives do I give to you. Sometimes we think, man, if I'm just going through a lot, I just need to get out and go on vacation. But if I can just have a bit of a vacation, then I can ease my mind, I can, you know, I'll get back and I'll be okay. I've done that. It doesn't work. The moment I step back to work, all of a sudden, it's like right up there again, stress. How many of you have gone for a jog and think, oh, let me just clear my mind. Let me just get some peace of mind. I'm just going to get away and I jog. Yeah, it's great. While you're jogging, it's all fine. Or while you're gymming and you're pumping those irons, everything seems to be fine. But the moment you're done, you get out of the shower and you have to re-engage with normal life, boom, stress is back. Anxiety is back. The same thing is back. Why? Because the world, but the world gives the peace that the world gives is temporary. It lasts for as long as you're not focusing or thinking about what you're actually busy with. And when you're done with that, done is the peace. Jesus' peace is different. Jesus' peace brings peace right through any and every situation that you might be, might, might, might be engaged in. It doesn't matter how hard or how tough, you can live in peace because that's what God wanted for us. Righteous, um, Psalm 85 says, righteousness and peace, kish, Kiss each other. Kish. <laughs> it's a sloppy kiss. It's a kish. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Righteousness and peace kiss each other. It's this beautiful union. It's this coming together of a position before God that is in a condition of peacefulness. Where you know that you are Okay. Psalm, uh, uh, Romans 14 verse 17 says, For the kingdom of God is not a matter of eating and drinking, but a matter of righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. You see, the domain in which God operates and where His will is perfectly enacted, it's called the kingdom of God. It's the king's domain. Nothing goes against His will in His kingdom. And in His kingdom... What we experience is righteousness, peace, and joy. Right standing before God. I don't, I'm not guilty any longer. Peace and joy. Now, if that is like the essence of the kingdom of God, don't you think it is wrong that Christians often just go about for endless amounts of time not experiencing peace? We should be living in peace. This is what God means for us to be able to live like. 
Yeah, so how many of you have got like a, a thing in, on repeat in your brain at times, you know, what you, that you think about, that's just causing you to constantly stress or constantly worry about something that's going to happen? I have that a lot. I find myself often just like, I mean, heck, how did this, you know, this reel get into my brain? It's like I can't get it out. It's just on repeat, constantly going about. God wants that reel to be replaced with one of peace where we can constantly live from a position of peace. It is his will for us. It's the will of his kingdom. And as children of God, that is what he wants for us. Proverbs 3, he, he says it this way. My son, don't forget my teaching, but let, my, let your heart keep my commandments. For length of days and years of life and peace they will add to you. It's amazing. It's not just length of days and years of life and then you're miserable, all of that. And how sad would that be? It's length of days, years of life, and peace they will add to you. If we can get to that place where we let not his commandments from our sight, go from our sight, and we can stick to what he, the way that he wants us to do life, we can do life from a position, a disposition of peace. Now, how many of you have heard the adage, high emotions, low clarity? How many of you have heard about that, that, that saying? Okay, so let me explain how this happens, and you'll get it real quick. You need to be somewhere, but you're late, right? So you're writing a test of some sort, or you need to be, you know, getting into some appointment, uh, job interview, and all of a sudden you realize you're late. What happens? You start freaking out. And all of a sudden you can't find your car keys, yeah? And you're just uh, everywhere, just throwing things up and down. Why am I? And then you, start, then you start, you know, judging yourself. Why don't I have a cleaner house? Why don't I have a more disciplined, you know? Why am I this undisciplined? And all the while you're looking for your key, and here's what's, here's what's, the, here's what's actually happening. Your key is hanging there where it should be hanging. But in that moment, because you're freaked out, you just couldn't remember that you actually hung it. <laughs> Who's, has that happened to anybody before? You know, but if you, if you realize that, hey, man, let me just calm down real quick. Where did I put it? Oh, yeah, it's actually, I hung it. You would have l l wasted less time. You would have wasted less emotion. And even sometimes living from a disposition of peace can even save you money. You know? How you sometimes spend something on spend money on something that you shouldn't have. If you're really excited about you know getting that guitar, or you're really excited, and and it presents itself, and you're just over excited, and then you like you get it, and it was like fifty dollars more than you should have paid for it, like a new one, and you're like you were just so overwhelmed that it was there at that time, and you didn't think straight. Emotions sometimes or often make us not think straight. Yeah, so peace actually, and this is the second thing. Peace actually acts as a guard over our hearts and minds. You see, you've been wanting that, that, that instrument so badly that the moment it presented itself, you thought to yourself, this is, this is the thought you had, I'm never going to get an opportunity like this again. But that's not true. But in that moment, that's what you believe. And then you do it, you purchase it, only to realize later that you could have bought it new for less. Now, if you had peace, if you would have told yourself, I don't have to rush this. I have time. God knows the desire of my heart. I don't have to rush into this. If that's my guitar, it'll be there when I need to get it. If that's my, if that's my deal, 
if that's my business deal, you know, if I need to buy that, that, that business, if I, if I need to enter into this contract, it'll be there when, when I need to get, if, if it's mine. I don't have to rush into it. I can do my due diligence. I can, I can look around still. That's what peace allows us to do. And it guards us. It, oh, man. But let's, let's first get into some more of the scriptures. Philippians 4 verse 6 says the following. It says, it says do not be anxious about anything. But in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God which surpasses understanding will guard your hearts and mind in Christ Jesus. The moment you find yourself in a place where you, you become anxious about something, you need to remind yourself about this. You need to remind yourself of this scripture. and You need to go, no, uh, uh, I'm not going to be anxious. God doesn't want me to be anxious. He wants me to operate from a disposition of peace. And so no matter what the outcome I'm looking for needs to be, I don't have to fight for that outcome. What I have to fight for now is to not make a dumb decision. And the way I do that is by retaining my peace, knowing that God's got my outcome in His hands if I can just stay obedient to the whispering of His Holy Spirit as to what I need to be doing next. But we don't do that always, do we? We throw away our confidence so easily that God is for us and God wants something to do for us. Listen to what Hebrews um, 10 says. It says, do not throw away your confidence, which has great reward. For you have need of endurance so that when you have done the will of God, you may receive what was promised. It's amazing how quickly we think we have to fight for ourselves. Man, this deal is never going to come by again. Man, I'm never going to be able to get this, another girl like this. So I have to, even if she's not a Christian, I just have to go for it. Mm. You, missed, you missed the part here. Verse 8 of Philippians 4. Let's switch back to that one real quick. It says, in verse 8, it says, Finally, brothers, whatever is true and honorable and just and pure, whatever is lovely and commendable, if there is any excellence and anything worthy of praise, think about these things. What is it telling us to do? Don't believe those lies that tell you that if you don't do this now, it's never going to work. It's never going to happen. Don't believe those lies. It's not true. The outcome that you're looking for is a great soulmate, right? Yes. Leave that outcome in God's hands. You obey his word now. The very next decision you make might, might, might just determine whether you're going to actually go on and find the right woman or not. Or find out how much divorces cost. 10 years down the line. We try and fix the outcomes. We need to learn, let the outcomes be God's business and let obedience be our business. You see, the next thing you need to know is that obedience actually positions us for obedience. Peace positions us for obedience. If we can, in those moments, just switch off what the world is preaching to us, and just focus and meditate on what God says to us and do what He wants us to do, we will obey what the Word says. And if we live in a place of obedience, God's will presides over our lives ultimately, doesn't it? Yeah? How many, our decisions matter, doesn't it? Like how many of you have made a bad decision before? 
Whose fault was that? Was that God's fault or was that your fault? Yeah, it was my fault. Did God leave you? No, he didn't. He walked you right through all that. But the fact of the matter is our decisions matter. And we face the consequences of those. If our decisions will line up with the will of God, the will of God will preside over the outcomes of our lives. So, but what happens is when you hear that thing that causes you to lose your peace, how many of you have walked through a day and just been like turmoil on the inside of you, just couldn't remember, something happened somewhere and you're just not feeling good? I've had that often happen. And then what you need to do is you actually need to go and sit and say, Lord, where did I lose my peace? The Holy Spirit is so, so faithful. Every time he will tell you, it's when you heard that news flash that talked about, you know, a crime that happened in an area close to you. And all of a sudden you felt unsafe and you bought the lie that you are unsafe. That's when you lost your peace. In that place, you have to come back to that place and say, oh, all right, Lord, what is the truth about my situation? The truth is that your favor surrounds me like a shield. And even though a thousand fall at my side and 10,000 on my right hand, nothing will come near my dwelling. That is the truth about the children of God. Now you come and you start meditating on what is true and just and good about your life as a child of God, and suddenly peace returns to you. And now you don't go spend a you know, thousands of dollars on security measures that you, should, that you didn't need to do in, in, in any case. You can lose a lot of money through just being living in fear unnecessarily. I'm not saying those things are bad. If you need to do them, you need to do them, but get them. But don't do them for the, right, for the wrong reasons. Don't be doing them because you heard a news flash and all of a sudden you started hearing, you know, some, some lie that, that you're going to get attacked the very next day. Peace positions me for obedience. Philippians 4 verse 9 says the following, What you have learned and received and heard and seen in me, you can, if you practice these things, the God of peace will be with you. How amazing is that? When we live according to God's will, it's literally like inviting Him into our presence. Then peace fights your battle for you. God fights that battle on your behalf. He looks after the outcome and you don't have to actually make sure that that outcome takes place. You can just do what the next thing is that you need to do. So sometimes my girls come, come to me and they are like, in a, in, they're freaking out. Because somebody did something that wasn't right, right to them and then they'll just be like crying. It'll just be like, in Afrikaans we say snotten trane. It's, it's a word that literally means just snotten tears everywhere. Right? It's just, it's, you, you know that they are in a bad space. And and I'll be, I'll be like, okay, hold on, hold on, let me hear what happened. And then, it, you know, it's just more tears. And so, so I want to get them to calm down first. So, so, so I tell them, okay, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Catch your heart. Catch your heart. Your emotions are running away for, with you. And we're not going to be able to solve this if we don't come back to a place of peace. So catch your heart real quick. Answer me this question. Do you have a daddy? And they were like, that's in their minds they go that's irrelevant this person did me wrong right and then they go on and want to you know blame that person i'm like no 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 we'll 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 look at that but we're here now do you have a daddy and they go yes i have a daddy and they go all right so then no you don't have to freak out like this because i'm going to walk you through it i'll help you fix it and it's amazing how they then just like all of a sudden, you can see peace comes to them. 
And they go, well, this is what happened. And this is why it hurt me. And then we can actually do something about it. Because now suddenly there's clarity. I know what happened. I can arbitrate between what, you know, the, the parties that was involved. And often that happens to us. You know, we come to God and it's just, you know, it's just tears and all other fluids. It's like, Lord, you don't know what's going on in my life. And like, mm, okay. But anyways, Lord. Help me. Why aren't you helping me? This is, I'm just, you, you, we come in a frenzy to the Lord. God says, hey, do you have a daddy? And you, we often want to repeat ourselves. And God wants us to just step into this disposition of peace. Come and say, hey, dad, there's something we need to, there's something we need to fix, and I can't do it. You know, if you come from that place, you glorify God better. Peace actually positions us to glorify God. If we come all stressed out, like with Esther and myself, we've learned this in the last couple of years with our business. We had, we had a business that we're trying to sell now. and Actually, the deal hasn't gone through properly yet. But right throughout this whole journey, there's been times of intense anxiety and stress that we had to deal with. And each time that we would focus on God's goodness and focus on God's promises, and we would remind ourselves that, hey, we have a father. We do not have to go into a frenzy like this. We could literally put our heads up and ask, okay, Lord, what would you have us do this month to get our sales up? And ideas would start popping into our head. We would act on them and we'd start seeing little miracles, little miracles. And boom, before you knew it, we'd made the month and we'd be able to go on and trade some more. We saw those little miracles come through every now and then as we acted on the advice the Holy Spirit was giving to us. But why could we hear His advice? Because we were quiet within our souls before Him. We acted from a place of peace. We could make clear decisions. We could make good decisions because we actually allowed him to fight that outcome for us. I can't tell you how many times we ran what-if scenarios through our brain. How many of you have done some what-if scenarios? You know, what if this happened and then that happened and then that happens? And before you know it, you're feeling traumatized, like as if it already, already happened. But nothing has happened yet, really. But you're feeling traumatized. Why? Because you've been focusing on all these wrong things. You've been running the wrong reel in your brain. You should have been running whatever is true about my relationship with God. Well, he's my father. And he does not want me to die, he, um, to, to fail in my business. He does not want me to suffer. He wants me to prosper. What is true about God? He is faithful. He's able and he loves the prosperity of his kids. He's going to intervene on my behalf for sure. Now, if I start doing that, all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, man. Thank goodness I have a father. Aren't you happy that you have a father? But you see, we miss out on that benefit that a father can bring if we don't actually give that to him and allow him to fight that thing for us. We take all that weight on our own shoulders and now we need to be able to make all the things happen that need to happen for us to break through or to get through our situation. It's time for us to just let that outcome be his business and let my business be 
God, what is it that you want for me now? How do I glorify you now? How do I live in obedience to your word now? Because I know that positions me in the right way to bring, to come to the place of breakthrough where you want me to come. Psalm 119 verse 165 says the following, great peace, great peace have those who love your law. Nothing can make them stumble. That's a brilliant place to be in. Great peace. Nothing can make them stumble. Esther and I came to a point where we realized that our stressing and our anxiousness actually is not glorifying God. In a way, it's telling God that we do not trust Him to fully fix what we need fixed. And we realize that for us to glorify God, we need to just calm ourselves down. And we need to let go and let God let him take us to where he wants to take us and let him lead us through this the way he wants to lead us through this, even though it is hard for us, even though it is sometimes frightening on the outside what we've experienced, what we've been experiencing. But this is what I want to leave with you guys today. God wants you to know that he gives peace for every situation and regardless of situation. He gives peace, and it is possible for his children to live in that place of peace, always. Peace will guard your heart and your mind so that you don't think the wrong things. If you can think straight, you can see straight, you can act straight. It positions you for obedience. And if you're positioned for obedience, you'll act according to his will. His will will preside over your life ultimately, and you can live and trust in him again and then the last one is that peace allows us to glorify God Matthew 5 says blessed are the peacemakers for they shall be called children of God blessed are the peacemakers how many of you've had a person help you in a tough situation just calm you down and just walk through with you well you know what happened they had peace you didn't they brought you peace God wants peace to be multiplied to his children. And so the moment I get peace, I can give peace to anybody else. Have you been going through a situation where there's been a lack of peace in your life? What are those things that you've been running around in your brain? And if, you want, if you want to receive your peace back today, I want to pray for you guys. God has done some amazing things for us. And, but the biggest thing he's done is to bring us back into a place of peace. To not be stressing about whatever goes wrong or whatever is going on in life. To just settle with that assurance and that confidence. Not throw away our confidence that after we've done his will, we will receive what was promised. If you want to step back into that situation today and you've got something going on that is stealing your peace, why don't you just raise your hand? We're going to pray together today and break those things off our lives and just start a new reel in our hearts and minds today of God's goodness and that He's got you in whatever situation you're in. All right. Why don't you, if you raised your hand, why don't you stand together today to receive this from God as we pray. God, we just thank you that you are multiplying peace back to us today. Thank you that you mean for us to live in peace. And with that comes the assurance that you've got our lives in your hands and you are in control of the outcomes of our lives, Lord. 
Father, I pray for each person who is going through a situation that is, that is just making them fear, be anxious, not know what the future will bring. Lord, that they will settle in their hearts that you are the Lord of their lives and that you have given them great peace and that nothing will make them stumble. And they can stand up in that peace, Lord, and hear what it is that you have them do in their situation to bring them forward, to take them through this. Thanks, Holy Spirit, that we can trust you, that you're working your peace back into our lives, that we can meditate on your truth, meditate on what your Bible says, your word says, your character says to us more than what our circumstances say to us. Father, we pray that as we, as we regain our peace, Lord, that we'll also help others multiply theirs. Thank you, Father, for your goodness. I pray all this in the name of Jesus. Amen.